BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. our podcast i'm daphne and i'm gina and this is this week in skating we scour the internet so you don't have to in order to focus on the confirmed news and updates this episode we're bringing you the news and updates through sunday july 24th and daphne guess what it's lake placid week we leave in two days I can't believe this. This It's been three years since we've been there. Yes. Uh, last year, it was because they were doing construction at the venue. I'm just really ready to get there. Yes. I think we all are. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. But we'll talk more about Lake Placid later on. I think we had some big news this week. And I think yes. our listeners all know what that big news was. But, of course, the Grand Prix assignments that we have been waiting for for months finally came out. And we will recap that in a second here. But before we do, what led up to the Grand Prix assignments being announced was on July 21st, the ISU officially announced the fourth Grand Prix event will take place in Sheffield, Great Britain. It's going to be called MK John Wilson Trophy. And when they announced that news... They told us the Grand Prix announcements would be out the next day. So we officially have got all of the Grand Prix events situated now. And so they were, the ISU was ready to give us the Grand Prix assignments. And I think everybody was first off excited for Sheffield Great Britain to finally be confirmed. um, And that we could find out where everybody was going. Yeah, it's Christmas in July. Right. We celebrate every year. Usually it's in June, but we'll take it. We talked already about how the Grand Prix series will look different this season for several reasons. One of which being there are no Belarusian or Russian skaters on the Grand Prix circuit this year. Another reason, this is the first uh, season heading into the new quad There have been retirements. Some skaters are taking a year off. Overall, things look a little different. And there are lots of new faces 
on the series. Yeah, I know when I looked at it the first time, I was like, wait, what? Some of these names <laughs> I, you know, were new to me. And the names I've been so accustomed to seeing every year were not there. So it, it definitely was different when the assignments came out. Um, and I think a lot of fans were wonder, you know, kind of saying the same thing about it, that a lot of, you know, uh, the headliners or, you know, the stars that we've been used to seeing are not there. And um, so it's now a lot of newcomers. And I think this is something we see every four years. Um, the, it's kind of like a turnover, a turnover mm -hmm. for the veterans who've been on the series for numerous years to, you know, step away, whether they're, you know, officially retiring or whether they're just taking a year off. This allows for the newcomers to kind of um, step in and kind of get their spot in their turn. So, um, yeah, it was different when it came out. I was I had to look at it a couple times to say, OK, this is the Grand Prix assignments here. And uh, um, but it's exciting. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, we're heading to Skate America and I'm excited to see um, some of the new faces at Skate America in October. Yeah, well, one thing we wanted to point out to you guys is, due to some technical difficulties, we weren't able to record a special episode to talk about the Grand Prix assignments. So what we have done is put together an article that will be on our website that kind of goes over who's making their debut, some fun facts, lists of previous winners, and just some general information. We're going to put a link to this in our show notes. But for this podcast, we thought it would be cool to break down two things. One, who's in and who's out. Now, this doesn't include who has already announced retirements. We're not going to touch on them because that information is already out there. We're really just going to touch on people who haven't come out and said yay or nay to continuing in the sport. The other thing we're going to talk about is debuts because there <laughs> are a number of debuts this season on the Grand Prix series, which we've already talked about. So we'll be touching base on that in just a couple minutes. Yeah. So we'll start with the who's in and who's out. And we'll start with the men. Well, it's no surprise that 2022 world champion Shoma Uno and 2022 world silver medalist Yuma Kageyama are returning to the Grand Prix series. Um, I was really surprised to see Keegan Messing's name on the list. Um, you know, I was glad because I know Keegan's been on the, uh, I think this is his eighth season. Um, well, well, it will be his eighth season um, on the Grand Prix. And so I was glad to see him still willing and ready to compete another season. Um, Brendan Carey of Australia was still listed there. Boyan Jin was there. Obviously, I think when we all looked at the men, we saw, we didn't see Nathan Chen and Nathan has, you know, mentioned that he plans to go back to Yale this fall. So whether or not Nathan is going to compete in this winter or, and, you know, is just taking the Grand Prix season off, we don't know what Nathan is planning to do, but except for going to uh, school in Yale in the, in the fall, Vincent Joe also was not on the list either, and he is planning to go to Brown in the fall again. He's not really sure um, what, if he will skate again or what. I know when I talked to him at Stars on Ice, he was still, you know, 
questioning whether he was going to come back for another season or not, but he's not going to be competing on the Grand Prix season. And Jason Brown, I mean, the three top Americans there were, or from the Olympics were, you know, obviously all missing and Jason Brown has not mentioned his plans. Um, But so, yeah, those were the three right away. When I saw the list, I was like, yep, they're out. Yeah, it wasn't really a big surprise to see those names out of the running. Mostly because, I mean, Nathan and Vincent have said they're going to focus on school. Jason, Mm -hmm. he choreographed for Daniel Grassel. So you have to think Mm -hmm. maybe he's at least taking the Grand Prix series off. At this point, that's all we know about them. But Gina, what's happening in the ladies? Well, in the ladies, I was excited to see Brady Tunnell listed as in for the Grand Prix series. Now, she, interesting fact there, she has her, both of her assignments are in November. So I think that is good for Brady because it'll give her the opportunity to really take the time she needs to get back. Um, U.S. Figure Skating did an article with her um, recently, so we'll put a link to that in our show notes. It kind of gives you an update on what the last season was like for her, because as you know, she suffered an injury and she did not compete at all. Um, so hopefully we'll see her in you know November um, at her two Grand Prix events. Also, Japan's Rika Kihara was also on the list of coming back. And again, she was also out all last season with an injury. So I think fans are excited to see her um, getting to compete. Um, so that's great. I'm I'm excited for both of these to get to see them because they were both definitely missed last season. People noticed Mariah Bell was not. Um, and I know there was some scuttlebutt on Twitter that she may compete this season. And then I think she might've changed her mind. So she is not listed on the Grand Prix series. Um, and we don't know what her future plans are. Karen Chen was not listed either. And Karen had mentioned she is going back to Cornell this fall. So, um, but she has not stated whether or not she plans to continue competing or not. So we'll just have to wait and see if she plans to continue later in the season but those two were out but I'm really excited for Rika and Brady to get back on the Grand Prix series definitely and I mean we didn't mention it but Kaori Sakamoto of Japan Mm -hmm. Luna Hendricks of Belgium will both be back next season as well they're listed as competing on the series Mm -hmm. many of the skaters who competed at Worlds last year are continuing on so we will um Of course, as you know, these assignments change Mm -hmm. from the time they're originally posted until we get close to the events. They're just always changing. There's always withdrawals. There's retirements. There's lots of different things that happen. Yeah, Um, so that's why I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Brady. Because, I mean, she's got the later assignments, and I hope that gives her the time she needs to get back. Um, but you know, I'm like, Oh, I hope she doesn't withdraw. Cause I really want to see her back. I, you know, I think, um, what happened to her last season was so unfortunate. And, um, so I'm really wanting to see her back. So, but we don't know, like you said, they can withdraw right up until that event starts. So these assignments can change like a drop of a hat so mm-hmm. quickly. And what we see now in July, it could be totally different by the time October rolls around. So. Yeah, well, but Daphne, tell me who's going to be 
Who am I going to see in the Grand Prix for dance? Well, in dance, Madison Chalk and Evan Bates, which pretty much it indicated they were going to continue. It's not really a surprise, but they're definitely in. Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier, which I think people were kind of wondering what they were going to decide to do. Well, they're listed on the Grand Prix uh, roster for two events, as well as their fellow Canadians, Lawrence fournier Beaudry, Nikolai Sorensen. We're also going to see Charlene Guignard and Marco Fabri of Italy, Alexandra Nazarova and Maxime Nikitin of Ukraine were also awarded to assignments, and Kana Muramoto and Daisuke Takahashi will be on the Grand Prix series <laughs> and won't only be competing in a Grand Prix event in Japan. They're actually listed for Skate America, so that will be a great no, opportunity I'm... for them. I'm excited to see them in uh, Skate America because I've never gotten, never have gotten to see Daisuke in person. So I'm excited really for that. even as a single skater. No, no. <laughs> he it's he's wonderful. Whatever discipline he's doing, he's wonderful. So it's I, I'm with you. It's I have seen him only as a single skater in person. Okay. So this will be the first time I'll actually get to see him. As an ice dancer with Kana, so I'm really excited about that. Of course, out are all the teams that retired, as well as uh, Papadakis and Cizerone, who are taking the year off. So we, but we will see Cizerone's choreography with will. a number of teams. Yeah, we will. So moving on to pairs, Alexa Kinnear and Brandon Fraser are in, which is probably a relief to U.S. pairs fans, of course. There have been a lot of splits in the U.S. in the past couple of months. Um, so this is, you know, kind of a relief. Also, I was really happy to see Cheng Peng and Yan Jin will be competing this season also. Um, I'm excited to see them on the Grand Prix Series again. Mm -hmm. Of course, China had kept their skaters out of competitions because travel in and out of China has been somewhat problematic during the pandemic but they are sending some skaters out this year so that is a good sign unfortunately peng and jin are the only chinese pair on the grand prix series out for the grand prix series and i don't believe they've made any announcement uh but wen jing sui and kong han are not competing on the grand prix circuit yeah. this year yeah they haven't said anything yet but I'm glad that Peng and Jen are still um, going to compete. Um, I'm glad for that. But yeah. yeah. And I was surprised to see Alexa and Brandon because I know we had heard, yeah, possibly. But I'm excited that they're going to, you know, come back. I mean, they are the world champions they are. now. And in some of their assignments, I was kind of, you know, looking at who their competition was. And, you know, they're kind of the favorites in for some, you know, their assignments. So, yeah. Um, so I think this is a good opportunity for them to, um, just continue to grow. And, and it's, I find it hard to believe cause it's, you feel like they've been together a long time, but really this is only like their third season mm -hmm. together because of COVID you, you feel like they've been together longer. So really this is only like going to be their third Grand Prix series, uh, season together. So I think, I'm glad that they decided to, you know, give it another year, at least. Yeah, me too. So moving on to some debuts, Gina, why don't you give us the men and the ladies and what's kind of happening there? 
So there are a lot of debuts um, happening this season and the Grand Prix. And the men, there are 20 debuts that will be taking place, including 2022 World Junior Champion Ilya Mullinen of the U.S., Canada's Steven Golgolev, and a number of skaters who competed at the 2022 Winter Olympics. I When we looked through that list to see all those debuts, there's a lot of debuts, and it's there exciting. Are. One that I really want to also mention, too, because I'm excited for him, is because he's going to be competing at Skate America, is Mexico's Donovan Carrillo. He is, you know, everyone loves him. Um, he's such a fan favorite. So I think this is exciting for him that he's going to get a Grand Prix, you know, he has a Grand Prix assignment. And a little fun fact here, um, he competed last year at Cranberry Cup, which was at the Skating Club of Boston. So he's going to be at Skate America, which is at the Skating Club of Boston. So he's going to have a little... Um, you know, advantage, I guess, a little bit in his Grand Prix because it's in the same place. But I think um, U.S. skating fans will are going to be excited to see him. I'm excited to see him. So, Well, he's been around for a little while, and I thought mm-hmm. for sure, when I go through this list and I'm looking at things, and I just keep thinking, but they must have debuted by now. And they haven't. <laughs> it's haven't. really no. interesting how that came about. Uh, and he's one that I thought for sure had been at, at an event, even just one in a season. But no, this is his first no. one. Yeah. Um, Ivan Shmeratko of Ukraine, is, he has an assignment this year, okay. which is great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful list of up-and-coming skaters. So I'm excited to see how everyone does this season. Yeah, so if you check out our website... The, if we're not mentioning all of the ones that are making their debut here, you will see it on our website. We've broken it down to mm-hmm. show you who's making debuts. And so if you were kind of wondering, hey, have they been on the Grand Prix before? Have they had an event? You'll see it all right there. Yeah. Um, so what about now, the ladies? Yeah. For the ladies, there are 16 athletes, including 2022 World Junior Champion Isabeau Levito and Lindsay Thorngren, who won the bronze at Junior Worlds. They are both making their debut. Um, actually, Isabeau is competing at Skate America, where she will kind of compete against Kaori Sakamoto, the world champion. Um, so that's going to be an exciting... I, I've called that my matchup already. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there's yeah 16 ath- uh, female athletes making their um, debut on the Grand Prix this season. Yeah, one of the skaters that I thought for sure had had a Grand Prix before was Jenny Serenin from Finland because she's been around long enough that I thought, oh, she must have been at a competition. Was her first Grand Prix when it was in Finland in 2018? No. No. This is her first Grand Prix. And the issue is uh, some of these skaters had assignments during the Grand Prix series that got canceled. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's another, that's an interesting, I didn't, yeah, didn't think about that. Well, what about dance there, Daphne? How many teams are making their debuts? Okay, so there are 14 teams making their debuts. Uh, Georgia's Maria Kazakova and Yorgi Revia, I thought for sure, had been out. Again, they were scheduled for a canceled event. Um, So in the 14 teams making their debuts, we're including the 2022 World Junior Champions, 
Fun fact, all the World Junior Champions are moving up to senior. Um, Una Brown and Gage Brown will make their debut this year, as well as Olympians Natalie Tashlerova and Philip Tashler of Czech Republic. And Skate America will be the first Grand Prix event for Marija Lorio and Romain Legac representing Canada because before they oh, represented yes. France. Yeah. Okay. And then um, also like Emily Brady and Ian Somerville from the U.S. are yes. also making a debut as well. Yep. They've got one Grand Prix event. Um, Katerina Wolfkosten and Jeffrey Chen. Chen also making a Grand Prix. So yeah, there are there are fourteen teams, and it's pretty wonderful to see the names on the list. To me, it looks like they're going to take advantage of this opportunity that they have this year. But moving on to pairs, there are 19 debuts. And when you look (laughs) at six Grand Prix events, and there are eight slots at each event. (laughs) Yes. You have 48 slots total. And a lot of these debuts are getting two assignments. It it starts to to give paint a picture that not a lot of teams have Grand Prix experience. Yeah. Especially in pairs. Yeah, I think I looked at Skate America and with the exception of Alexa and Brandon, everybody else is like new to the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's really in you know, it's interesting. But again, as we've said, this is what happens after an Olympic season. It's a, you know, a brand new, the veterans have, you know, moved on and you've got some newcomers coming up and the opportunities, you know, especially with Finland and Great Britain getting to host Grand Prix, um, that has opened up the door for those athletes from those countries to get Grand Prix debut, you know, to debut on the Grand Prix in their home country, Mm -hmm. you know, too. So it's, it's been, it's a kind of exciting that we're seeing a new wave of athletes getting to come up and compete on the Grand Prix. Yeah. As I mentioned, there are 19 debuts. It includes, as we talked about, the 2022 World Junior Champions, Karina Safina and Luka Barulova from Georgia, who also finished fourth at the World Championships. So they can't be counted out when you're looking at making predictions, if that's your thing. Um, With the retirements and the ending of partnerships in the U.S., three of the four teams that are competing for the U.S. on the Grand Prix Series are making their debuts. This includes the 2022 Four Continent Silver Medalists Emily Chan and Spencer Howe, who finished fourth at U.S. Nationals last year and, of course, went to um, Four Continents. I think this is going to be a really interesting year. It looks very different with two new Grand Prix events, with... Two countries not being allowed to send athletes, retirements, people sitting out. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of opportunity for the fresh faces to step up and really have an impact on the Grand Prix series. And I'm looking forward to it. But Gina, there's one event that fans are not going to be able to attend. And can you tell us why? Yeah. So if you were waiting to get tickets to Skate America because you were waiting for the assignments to come out to see who was going to be there... You may be out of luck. Fans interested in going to Skate America and who don't have tickets will be put on a waiting list because the event is sold out. It's, it was listed right on the Skating Club of Boston's website. So if you're interested in going to Skate America and you don't have tickets and you want to be put on that waiting list, we will put a link to that email address to be um, 
so that you can be added to that waiting list in our show notes. But yeah, Skate America is sold out. I knew it right away um, because I looked like a few days before the Grand Prix assignments came out and there were a few seats here or there. And I said, as soon as those announcements come out, They'll people be are going to get the remaining tickets and it's going to be gone. And that's yep. exactly what happened. So um, we will be there and we hope a lot of you um, listening will be there. And if some of you are hoping to still go but don't have tickets, hopefully you'll, you know, maybe someone will sell you tickets or you'll get tickets through the waiting list here if tickets open up. But yeah. Yeah. So moving on from the Grand Prix series, uh, let's talk about some event results from last week. Skate Detroit yeah. took place July 20th through the 23rd in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. We'll have the results in our show notes. Uh, yeah. Chan and Howe made their season debut, but they only competed their short program. Keaton Berenger, who previously skated with Sydney Cook, debuted his new partnership with Lindsay Fitzpatrick. And Sydney actually competed in the senior women's event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know some people who watched the live stream because that was available. So um, if you got to watch, you know, Skate Detroit, um, hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, but again, we'll put the link in our show notes to the results. But competitions weren't just going on in um, the U.S., uh, Skate Ontario's first sectional series competition was July 22nd to the 24th in Waterloo, Ontario. We'll put a link in to the results in our show notes. I know Daphne was looking at some of the dance teams that took part in that. Yeah, it was a really busy weekend because they also had their next-gen team camp uh, simulation competition, which wrapped up uh, today when we recorded this in Waterloo, Ontario. So I was taking a look at some of the event results. And when you're looking at the list of senior, it's not a surprise to see Carol Ann's Hussis and Shane Fierce at the top of the leaderboard. But Miku Makita and Tyler Ganara finished second, which um, not a huge surprise. They're a very talented team. With the scores were clumped together so, like, second and third were very close um, in the rhythm dance anyway. But when we move on to the free dance, things flip-flopped a bit in the free dance because Marija Loria and Roman Legac finished first. They posted a score of 110.22, followed by Molly Lanahan, Dmitry Razguliev, who received their first Grand Prix assignment. Mm. And if you guys haven't checked it out, I'm not sure if the video is still available anywhere, but Piper took a video of their reaction to receiving their first Grand Prix assignment. Um, in third place, Miku Makita, Tyler Ganara, and Caroline Susis and Shane Ferris were fourth. Also of note, Emmy Bronsard is returning to the competitive circuit this year with a new partner, Jacob Richmond. Hmm. And in uh, for the next gen, uh, not a surprise, the world junior bronze medalist, Nadia Bashinska, Peter Beaumont, finished first, um, followed by Haley Yu and Brendan Jang, and Marianne Hubert and William Odson were third. And this is a new partner for William. So this um, they have to be happy with their performances at this competition. Yeah. Well, we'll put a link to in our show notes to for both Skate Ontario's um, events. 
so that you can take a look at those results. It wasn't uh, just Canada holding events this yeah. weekend either. South Korea held its JGP selection competition this past weekend as well. They were under review this week to determine if you get sent out, if you get one event or two. And um, in the U.S. this week, the 2022 U.S. Collegiate Championships um, and Collegiate Invitational took place in Minnesota. Um, Paige Ryberg won her second consecutive U.S. Collegiate title. Uh, Audrey Liu, who won the 2022 Four Continents Championships with her former partner Misha Mitrofanov, competed as a single skater, and she won the silver medal. Um, Audrey is going to UCLA this fall. She's now living in California. Um, Ren Warren Jacobson won the bronze, and Ting Sui finished in fourth. On the men's side, it was another familiar um, person at the top uh, with Ryan Dunk, won his second consecutive U.S. collegiate title. Goku Endo and Luke Ferrenti won silver and bronze, respectively. For the men. So yeah, um, there was no live stream for the collegiate um, event, but um, we will put a link in the show notes to that because there was also like the junior level and um, the young, some of the smaller, younger levels in there too. So we'll put a link in there. But um, congratulations to all of those skaters on, um, you know, on great job. Yeah. And rounding out our event results, um, Sun Valley Summer Championships took place this past week. Melanie was on site as the official photographer. We will put the results in the show notes as usual. So moving on to our general skating news, there was big news this week other than the Grand Prix assignments. Um, on Tuesday, Yuzuru Hanyu announced his retirement from competitive skating. Uh, Yuzuru plans to still skate as a professional. He didn't go into much detail as to what that means, but he is stepping away from competition and um, he announced it in a press conference, but um, social media was, you know, all wishing Yuzuru all the best and thanking him for all he's done um, throughout his career. Uh, I loved seeing the athletes post stuff with, you know, photos of them with Yuzuru, um, thanking Yuzuru for being a role model to them, someone they looked up to. It was really nice. Even Nathan Chen posted something with Yuzuru. So, um, yeah, you know, it's going to be, we're all going to miss him. I mean, I feel like it's going to be weird not to see Yuzuru at a comp, you know, seeing him compete. Um, but I mean, what, what else could he have done? He had, what a career he has had. And I'm ready to see what he's going to do on the professional side. I really am. I'm really hoping he brings a tour over here to the U.S. Because I would love to see him. I mean, I got to see him compete twice. But I would love to see him actually perform mm -hmm. um, in a show. Because we don't get the opportunity in the U.S. We usually just get to see our U.S. skaters. So it would be nice to see him and him to bring a tour here but well yeah we'll have to see what he does i'm looking forward to seeing what he does so me too well moving on the blind love movie which was a movie written by 2014 olympic bronze medalist dennis 10 premiered in almady on july 19th which was the fourth anniversary of dennis tragic death the movie tells the story of two lonely young people with speech and visual impairment 
The pen pals fall in love with each other. However, they feel ashamed of their impairments and hesitate to declare their feelings. Filming took place in Hollywood and Los Angeles in 2019. Dennis's mother, Oksana, was one of the producers of the film. I really need, I want to see this. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, my birthday is on July 19th. And so I'll always remember that that was the day he died because it was just such a senseless tragedy. Um, It's hard to believe it's been four years. Yeah. I mean, there's times where it feels like it's been longer Mm -hmm. and there's times like it was just like yesterday. He was still, you know, with us. it was the 2014 Olympics was just like yesterday and he was still with us competing, but yeah, Yeah. it's always so sad. The whole thing, but yeah, I, I hope this movie gets, you know, released beyond Kazakhstan so that we can see it, see uh, Dennis's work. Absolutely. So if you haven't seen it, Mawasada's national tour schedule's been released. Um, this is Mao's second national tour of in Japan. There's an official website and all the dates are listed. Of course, this will be added to our show notes. But we're going to move on to social media updates. And there's a lot of social media posts around right now for the ICE tour. It started this week in Aichi, Japan. It will continue this coming week in Niigata and then wrap up in Osaka. They look like they're all having a blast. Yeah, Jason Brown's been posting a lot of um, fun videos and photos. So yeah, looks like a lot of fun. If you're in Japan and you get to see this show, um, reach out to us. Let us know how it was. Um, I'm kind of jealous that people get to see it because <laughs> it's great cast. And yeah, so... On his Instagram page, Adam Siahimfa announced that his new coaches are Cedric Tor and Rodolf Marischal. The Ice Academy in Montreal posted on social media that they hosted Kaori Sakamoto this week. It appears that she worked with Marie-France Dubray and Sam Schwenard on her free skate. Can't wait to see that. I'm glad we're <laughs> yep. going to get to see it at Skate America. Yes, yeah. Kirsten Moore Towers posted a little teaser on social media to a new project she's planning to launch in September. It appears it's a mentorship program, but we don't know exactly what she's planning to launch. But we will put a link in our show notes to her website where I'm sure we will learn more about what she's working on um, in the fall. Brandon Fraser posted on Instagram that he will be playing poker on Hustler Casino Live, which is LA's premier poker show. Um, He will be playing poker today, the day our podcast comes out. The live stream will start at 4 p.m. Pacific time, and it's available to watch until 9 p.m. Pacific time. We'll put a link in our show notes so you can watch. Poker has been a hobby of Brandon, so this is not something that's kind of totally out in left field. I guess Brandon really enjoys poker, and it's a hobby of his. So, um, yeah, so this is kind of interesting, and I thought we mentioned it as well. Um, a little update to something we've been mentioning for the past couple of weeks. Nathan Chen, unfortunately, did not win the ESPY award that he was nominated for that you could vote for. Um, the ESPY award went to Caleb Dressel, the Olympic swimmer, and he won the award for best male Olympian. Francesco Fioretti confirmed on Instagram today that he's also going to be retiring Last week, we had reported on Carolina Machini's 
post where she seemed to indicate they were both stepping away, just wishing them the best in their future endeavors. And rounding out our social media updates for the week, U.S. Olympian Jean-Luc Baker announced on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter that he's going to be teaching Zoom dance classes. The first one will be on Tuesday, July 26th. And the next one is Wednesday, August 3rd. The cost is $20. We're going to include a link to sign up in our show notes so that you can uh, look into this if you want to. I checked in with Jean-Luc just to make sure he thought that it was okay for us to kind of promote it here. And he was happy to have us do that. Now, I want to know when is Caitlin going to host a Zoom call on how she puts together her DJ playlist? Because I want to attend that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I kind of wouldn't mind attending a dance class with John Luke. Unfortunately, um, Tuesday, we're going to be heading to Lake Placid, so I can't do that. But maybe on Wednesday, August 3rd, I would that have to might check work. that out. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Lake Placid, our next, <laughs> our next segment, upcoming events for the week, as you have to know, because Gina and I have been talking <laughs> about it for the last month and a half, we're headed to Lake Placid on Tuesday for the Lake Placid Ice Dance International and the Ice Dance Championships. They're going to take place from Wednesday, July 27th through the 29th in Lake Placid, New York. It's the second national qualifying series event for dance, the first international event of the season for ice dance. Um, We're just really excited. In fact, after we are recording this episode, (laughs) we're meeting with Anne to talk about some of the coverage ideas for the week. We're trying to get planned. We're down to crunch time now. Yeah, we'll put a link in our show notes to the, you know, the starting orders and all that if we get that. There's mm-hmm. not a link right now. We don't even know yeah. the roster right now. Right. So as soon as um, that is made public and it's available, we will um, definitely put that link in our show notes. But right now we don't have that. We don't. So, um, but yeah, so and and stay tuned definitely to social media. Um, we will... Definitely be posting a lot from Lake Placid. So, um, you know, even though we don't think it's being live streamed, we'll make sure that you feel like you're there with our posts and um, that you'll get to kind of join in on the fun. Yeah, social media will be very busy this week. Yeah. Gina, Lake Placid is not the only event that's taking place next week. Why don't you tell us what else is going on? Well, on the West Coast, Glacier Falls takes place July 27th through the 31st in Anaheim, California. It is the second national qualifying series event for singles. Um, It also, the high-performance singles camp will take place in Anaheim following the competition on the 31st. Also taking place in the Midwest, DuPage Open, which is a national qualifying event for singles as well, takes place July 29th takes place July 29th through the 31st in Evingston, Illinois. That is a pretty packed week. And so the week after is packed just as much with the Philadelphia Summer Championships, 2022 National Showcase, Silicon Valley Open, Cup of Colorado, and the Scott Hamilton Invitational. We will put those dates and locations in the show notes so that you guys can kind of take a look at it. Um... But we're not going to break those down yet. We'll wait and do that once we get back from Lake Placid and do it in our episode. They're also on our calendar, too, on our website. Yeah. Gina, can you let folks know where to find us? 
Yes, you can find us on our website. It's thisweekinskating.com. And then you can also find us on social media, Twitter. It's at thiswkinskating. And then Facebook and Instagram, This Week in Skating. So if you're not following us, please do so. We'd love for you to follow us and see our updates. Um, and then if you have any feedback, you want to talk to us about the Grand Prix assignments, got any questions, um, if you got to go see the ice tour, uh, let us know. Reach out to us on social media or email us at thisweekinskating at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support that we've received via email and social media. Please keep it coming. Helps us know how to shape our content so that it's what you want to hear. Um, Rounding out everything in the podcast today, I want to mention one new article written by Ann Calder. It's the first in our new team series. It's up on icedance.com. And it is about Emilea Zingas and Vadim Kolesnik. We saw them in Dallas and had a little bit of time with them. And they were, you know, very gracious to let us know, you know, more about their partnership. So that article, a link to that article will be in the show notes and you can check it out. Yeah, a very interesting article. So I highly recommend everyone go and check it out. Yes. And with that, we've reached the end of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Daphne. And I'm Gina. And you've been listening to This Week in Skating. Have a great week. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.